Welcome to the B2B Marketing and Copywriting Podcast. I'm your host, Linda Malone, certified conversion copywriter, copy strategist, and founder of Copyworks. Join me each week as I speak with experts in the fields of marketing, copywriting, decision-making, psychology, and more, all with one goal, to help you attract your ideal customers and inspire them to take action. Welcome to this really special podcast episode because it's my one hundredth episode, if you can believe that. It's been two years in the making and I have just a lot I want to talk about today, but it's really all about my guests. First of all, woohoo that it has been a hundred episodes because I really didn't know when I first started doing this podcast how long it was going to go for. I just knew I liked it and I loved meeting all these great guests and, and learning so much from them. Every time I interview a new person, I learn something new. And it's just a great way to engage and and learn from other people and just get to know people. As an introvert, it's very cool for me because the one-on-one I can handle. One with a crowd, not so much. So um, I did something where I approached some of my top people, the most popular guests that I had. Now, a lot of these were very were popular episodes. And there were, there's a lot of close, uh, running of all of the, the numbers as far as, you know, who was best, who was second best and so on. So I just chose the, the top seven that were clearly in the running. And I asked everyone two questions. One, what was it? Now this recording is in January of 2024, but I asked them what was the most surprising thing that either happened in your business or happened in the marketing world to you in particular in 2023? And second, what is their best advice that they would give other marketers or copywriters? Because both audiences are listeners of the podcast. So what is it that would be the best advice you could give from your perspective? And so that's what this is about today. So I'm going to start with myself since one of my copywriting, a couple of my copywriting solo episodes were the top. So that tells me that a lot of you are really interested in learning more about conversion copywriting along with the marketing. And so as far as what surprised me the most about 2023, and it probably is the same, maybe it's the same for you, maybe I know it's the same for a lot of people, is the rapid growth of ChatGPT. I mean, it's crazy. Last year at this time, I think I just started using chat. You know, it was sort of out there on LinkedIn. People were talking about it, but I had no idea how fast it was going to take off and how all-encompassing it was. And even now, I mean, every day, there's something new that's coming out that AI and chat are, are having an effect on. And so... I kind of feel like I went through the five stages of grief with AI denial, you know, Oh, it's not going to be a big deal. Uh, anger. It's like, how can they do this? Cause people are saying they're losing their jobs, which is a whole other debate bargaining. Like, okay, well maybe if I just, you know, figure this out, I can, I can use it. And then, um, I didn't really go into a depression, but I was sort of trying to figure out how I was going to work this into my business and then acceptance, which, at this point, if you're not using AI, you're really missing out. And you're also not seeing the benefits for what they are because it does take a little bit of work to know how to weave it into your business, but it's a necessity. 
everyone's using it. So use it as any other tool, whether you're a marketer or a copywriter, as I am, and to have it pick up the, the parts of your business that maybe you don't love doing. For me, it's brainstorming. I love brainstorming. I love brainstorming, but I don't always do it great by myself. And if I have someone or something to bounce it off of, I can get some great ideas. So in this episode, I'm going to provide links to seven of the top episodes in the show notes. So let me get into the first one, which it's ironic in a way, because this was, I think my last interview of 2023. And it was with Diana Kelly Levy, who is a content writer. I worked with her when she was an editor at Prevention Magazine and Muscle and Fitness Hers. And I think there was another one because she was a big editor uh, back, I, I don't know, maybe around 10 years ago. And so she has since gone off on her own and we reconnected on LinkedIn and she talked about how to be resilient in a really tough time, which was 2023. So in this, actually, I have an audio clip from her in responding to my question. So she's going to talk about what she found most surprising about 2023, and then her advice for marketers, copywriters, and freelancers for 2024. So let's give it a listen. Hey, Linda, it's Diana Kelly-Levy. Thank you so much for having me on your platform in 2023. It was so fun being on the podcast. So one of the biggest uh, marketing moves that I realized for 2023 that helped my business was being consistent on LinkedIn. I committed to posting three to four days a week and getting a newsletter out every other week as much as possible. And I really saw my audience grow and the engagement and impressions really skyrocket. And with, gosh, um, quite a few million people on the platform, and I think I've seen that in 2022, the growth was about 22% um, of users on LinkedIn. I think it's only going up. So I recommend your audience make sure they update their profile and get out there on LinkedIn, commit to posting at least maybe once a week, every other week. And if you don't feel comfortable posting, at least start commenting. So I think you have to dip your toes in the water and you will soon see uh, the fruits of your labor, hopefully in your freelance copywriting business and growing your marketing audience. Um, as for 2024, uh, one bit of advice that I have for copywriters is to hone in on some skills that perhaps um, is going to set you apart from other copywriters who, um, you know, are looking for business in the same place as you are. So I think you should really maybe be, try to become the go-to email copywriting person in your niche. Um, email copywriting is growing so much. Um, obviously, brands want to get every one of their customers' emails and get in their inbox. And so I think it's very important to improve this skill um, because even though, yes, generative AI platforms can write emails, it's so important to write better copy um, and humanized copy. And I think audiences really will pick up on that, especially in emails. So I think building that relationship there is very important. 
Um, or if you're really not into email copywriting, perhaps doing video script writing, helping your clients with something like that. Um, just looking for the places where you can set yourself apart from the other copywriters and perhaps the AI tools that could be taken over. Um, just find a way to nail your client's voice, tone, and make sure that you're speaking to their audience every single time. So that's it. Best of luck to everyone in your audience for 2024. And next, my another super popular episode was with Nancy Harhut. Nancy was referred to me by someone else on LinkedIn. And I'm sort of surprised that she even agreed to be on my podcast because I'm small peanuts compared to like a Joe Rogan or something. And she's very well known in the behavioral psychology world. She wrote a book called Using Behavioral Science in Marketing. And it is a fascinating book. If you don't have it, I highly recommend it. And when I asked her, and she just responded with a text to me, I asked her what was most surprising for her about 2023. She won, her book won so many awards last year. And she said she's really still in shock over it. So it won the American Marketing Association um, Leonard L. Berry Marketing Book Award, the National Indie Excellence Award, the Reader's Favorite Book Award, and New York City Big Book Award, and a lot of others. So she was shocked at the popularity, but if you read the book, you will understand why it is so popular. So she gets into all of the behavioral science behind marketing strategies that work. And in my interview with her, which again, I'll have the, the episode link below, she gets into why there, the, you, the word manipulation is used when it comes to behavioral science, and she immediately shut that down. She said, we are not using the M word because that means you're doing something kind of shady. She said, this is all about how we make decisions in spite of ourselves at times. So she talks about a lot of things like limited, if you find there's a limited amount of a product that you want, how you're more likely to go for it. And there's so many other things that are behind our decision-making that are really kind of out of our control. And that's what she gets into in her book and also in the podcast. So when I asked her for her advice for marketers and copywriters in 2024, she said, you definitely want to add behavioral science tactics to your marketing messages Discover the decision-making shortcuts that people routinely rely on and use them to prompt the actions you want your customers and prospects to take. You will automatically and exponentially increase the likelihood that people do what you want them to do. She said, my clients often beat their benchmarks and controls by double and triple digit lifts. The key is to understand how your audience really makes decisions and develop brain-friendly copy based on that. Marketers tell me this is a game changer for them, and I've seen it myself with my clients who span a range of verticals. So again, that's Nancy Harhut. I will have that link below. Third, I spoke with Robert Bostic. Robert and I connected on LinkedIn because we both love humor. If you know me at all, if you've ever talked to me, I am a huge fan of stand-up comedy and humor, and I use it. It just comes naturally to me, and I use it in my copy when I can, when it's appropriate, and so we had a, a great talk about how to use humor in B2B marketing. It's one of those things that people seem to be afraid of. Like, 
you know, you won't be taken seriously or there's just, I mean, I think that's the biggest thing. You're just being silly and maybe you don't take your business seriously, which is not true. I mean, there's different levels of humor. There are different ways to use it uh, anywhere from, you know, being silly to, you know, what it's what your brand is really. And how do you, how do your target customers respond to different types of humor? So I asked Robert about what he found most surprising. And he also responded with a text and he said he had two surprising business events. One was wrapping a smart business point around a brilliant piece of humor. Um, he said it's a, a crowd pleaser that earned a strong response from his LinkedIn audience. And he loves using cartoons, memes, gifts, funny quotes, and short video clips from top-notch comedians at their best to deliver a shot of dopamine first thing to my daily visitors on LinkedIn. He posts Monday through Friday. I love Robert's cartoons because they are simple and then th they make you think and they're funny. Some are hilarious. So it's great. I highly recommend following Robert to just get an idea of some of the humor that could really help you in your marketing and your copywriting too. So he says the key is to creatively make the humor that I'm sharing, this is a quote from him, and the business advice I'm offering to connect to each other. The humor gets my audience's attention and makes them feel good. And my ideas give them important business success guidance. So, and he says his second uh, big surprise for the year was how it took, how long it took him to get his humor point, which is his business name, homepage, where he wanted it to be. And that, that's always something that happens when you're creating like a new, a new web page or a website. He says, it's taken me a year to finally build and release my new homepage and feel like it does what I want it to do for visitors. So it will be finished by the time of the release of this podcast. So when I asked him about advice, as you would think, you know, for marketers or copywriters, he said, you need more humor in your talk is what he had a quote from Eva Rose Daniel, um, who's someone who he quoted. And he says, I'm of the belief that every form of hum human communication can benefit from adding a bit more smart, relevant, enjoyable humor. If used well, there's no downside, only an upside. And so this is why he created the world's first humor tools. He has a site called humorpoint.com. You can check out cartoons there and a lot of information on how to use humor. So that is Robert Bostic and his, uh, a link to his original podcast interview with me is also down below. Sam Dunning is another very popular podcast. In fact, Sam's been on my podcast twice. I have been on his podcast twice and because he specializes in SEO, I know this had a hand in it. Our podcasts always make it to the top and he's really good at figuring out, you know, keywords and making sure that, that anyone searching for him or for the topics, uh, the po topic of SEO is, is up front and, and easy to find. He is on LinkedIn. Um, I love that he does a character called SEO man and he literally dresses up and like, looks like a Superman costume. I don't know how he does it because he has got to be an extreme extrovert. I just can't imagine he runs through the streets with this, with this 
uh, costume on. And the skits he does are hilarious. So if you don't follow Sam, definitely do that. And when I asked him about what he what he feels is the most important thing, you know, for marketers to know, he said he suggests there's 10 things that we he really thinks that we need to leave behind in 2023. So I'm just gonna run down his list. He says number 10 is blaming marketing. And then he puts in parentheses, it's only their fault 95% of the time. Number nine, saying closed one before cash hits the bank. Number eight, not running marketing experiments. So I didn't speak to him about this, but that is something I completely agree with. That's when you want to do some A-B testing, find out what's really working, what's not working. Seven, believing everyone is a good fit. When you target everyone, right, you target no one. And six, thinking that B2B buying is linear. It's never a straight line. Five, hiding pricing on websites. That's been a big topic this year. We are, a lot of companies are very hesitant to put their pricing up on their websites, but it gives people an idea of whether or not they can afford you. And I highly recommend it. I have pricing on my site because if people can't afford you or they don't, they're not able to hire you, why, you know, waste your time and their time? Uh, being afraid to niche down is number four. Uh, three, making numbered lists. And this is, again, things that he thinks we should leave in 2023. I'm not sure why that's so bad. I will see if I can find out some details from him. But claiming that SEO is dead, of course, is number two, because that is what Sam is all about, is SEO. And that is something when people don't understand how to do it, they tend to just say it's dead. And so don't say that about SEO because it's not. Number one, and he says his tongue in cheek, is by neglecting, and he has a link, which I will provide, my top 10 B2B marketing podcasts and free playbooks. He has a list of free resources that you can, you can get. Okay, number five, Hannah Zabo, who is head of operations at Digital Brand Kit. Hannah's one of those people, everyone I, I have on this list has become a friend of mine to a certain degree throughout the year, like just getting to know them. And Hannah's one of those people who just, we instantly connected because she's a riot and she's super smart. So I asked her, what is your most unexpected or surprising business or marketing event from 2023? So she said that in November, they completely rebranded um, because they felt they had outgrown their old branding. This is for digital brand kit. She said a rebrand was not on our strategic roadmap, but I'm glad we went for it, even if it was spontaneous. Our new brand energy transformed our business from the outside in. And so as far as the bit of advice that you would give to marketers or copywriters, and this was completely expected because Hannah is known as the queen of commenting. She says, content is not the goal. Connection is. Make sure you're optimizing for the right things. So connecting with other people, as I do with my podcast, and connecting with people who follow you and really getting to know them as people, not just that little thumbnail on your, these are my words, not hers, by the way, um, and not just seeing people as that little thumbnail on their profile is super important. And so Jesus McDonald is number six. Now, Jesus is another person who's been on my podcast more than once. He's been on twice. 
Um, he was probably, well, he's not probably, he was the first person on LinkedIn three years ago who reached out to me and genuinely was, he wanted to get on the phone and just talk about what I was doing, how he could help me. So he is the founder of JRM Web Marketing. He's not a developer himself, but he runs a team of developers. I have written for, we've worked together on projects. I have written um, a number of uh, his pages. In fact, his entire website, I wrote the copy for. So that's jrmwebmarketing.com. You can check it out. And here's what he had to say about the two questions that I gave him. Surprised me the most, and it always surprises me, is that that top of mind, um, being top of mind strategy, having that top of mind strategy where you're still posting. Because there's times I just wanted to quit posting on LinkedIn where I took like a week off and I'm like, I'd rather take two weeks off. Like this stuff isn't working or anything, but it's, it's false. It actually is working. Mm -hmm. People resonate with the content and even having to be patient and just wait for that storm to pass over. So as it starts becoming, the need is there, the market's looking a little bit better. People are feeling more confident about spending for a redesign. Mm-hmm. So I would say, even though I know it works, I still had doubts about it working the LinkedIn stuff because I stopped seeing it. It was like a dry well. But yeah. Yeah. consistency is so important on a weekly basis, just to be top of mind. I would say know, what, know why you need a redesign. Mm-hmm. With the discovery cause we're getting, they're like, we need a redesign. It's like, why? We just need something pretty. I'm like, you kind of need, I mean, if I'm in your shoes, I would probably want more concrete answer than that. Like understand why you need a redesign, uh, understand what issues you have. Um, and my, the best advice I can give to B2B SaaS marketers is do a website audit. That way you understand what's really going on on the back end. that, and get a list of recommendations that way, you know, what you're paying for and why you're paying for that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if mine is a recommendation, at least you have a list of issues on why to back it up. Now you have something to send to the executive team or the CEO if you report to the CEO. Like you have a legit case and you have solutions. So that's what I would recommend because a lot of times they'll say, I want to redesign or we need a block of web development hours. But we inherit the website, but what ends up happening is there's a lot of issues that don't get addressed. Mm -hmm. So we're just moving forward with projects and tasks, but no one's talking about these issues that have been band-aid. Okay. So that is, that's the top ones. Now this, even though these were seven people, I'm including myself in that. So I know there were just six other people. They, there's so many other great episodes that really have information that you could benefit from, not just for this year, but for your business, especially with coming into 2024. And there's a lot of upheaval and there's a lot of people who aren't sure, you know, where they're heading. Maybe I'm just speaking for myself, but I am. 
<laughs> I know I'm not alone. I talk to people all the time and ask them how things are going. And a lot of times they, they tell me surprising things because don't forget on social media, we tend to put our best foot forward. Not everyone is raking in millions. Not everyone has a pipeline full of clients. A lot of us are sort of trying to find our way after the 2023 um, was just wasn't the best year for a lot of people. So if that's you, be sure to go through the episodes on my podcast and make sure that you leave a review and check to see if there's some anything in particular that you found really interesting or would like to hear more of. And feel free to reach out to me. I'd love to hear from you. Thanks so much for listening. And I hope you found this helpful. And that is a wrap of today's episode. I hope you found some actionable advice that you can use to help you improve your copy conversions. And for even more copywriting exclusive tips, be sure to click the link in the show notes to sign up for my weekly newsletter so you don't miss a beat. And as always, if you haven't already, be sure to subscribe. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to leave a review. It really helps me out. Talk again soon.